What is going on, everybody? It's the Low Key Sports Group coming back with the NBA playoffs episode. And we are going to start off with the one award that has already been announced, which is the Defensive Player of the Year, who goes to Marcus Smart. And I'm not going to lie, I wasn't shocked, but I feel like he won the award for a different reason. And it's, it's hear me out. Okay, okay, okay. And I think there was, I think he would have finished second any other year. But the thing is, I believe that they made him, like, they voted for him is because if he didn't win, there would be a lot of uh, fire under them. If they, I think they would have voted for Rudy Gobert more if, if it like, was such a voter fatigue. Yeah, because you would have known, like, everybody would have been on the, everybody's head if Gobert won again. Because one, he's won so many all times already. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, he, they favor it a lot. But I think, like, they started to really vote for him towards when it was actually time to vote. Because everybody was like, if he doesn't win, there's going to be a lot of problems. So, call me crazy. But I think. Man, I'm just glad that it was not Gobert again, dog. I was talking to Zell about this earlier, like a few days ago. I was like, man, I don't want Gobert to win another defensive player of the year. Because at that point, they just voting for centers. And it's just like, you don't even give chances for guys like, even like uh, Mikhail Bridges was talking about, man. They got I think Mikhael Bridges, island, yeah. Like, yeah, you got to give love to the, the wing guys to get DPOY. Bro, I thought Bam was going to be a finalist. That's one thing that shocked me, but I know that. They had to put Rudy in there, of course, but but Bam had a case too in my eyes. At least be like top three. But yeah, congrats to Marcus Smart, man. What a guy. DPOI role too this uh at the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was nice to see another guard besides GP. Uh, it was cool how they uh brought the presented the award to him, how they used his tweet. Like, you know, if your name not G, if your initial not GP and you're a guard, you ain't winning the DPOY. <laughs> but uh, it's great to see because Marcus Moore has been a tenacious defender throughout his career. Like, even today, I've seen his highlights and just see the loose balls he died for, the the way he gets into the, into the opposing guard, the ball handler's uh, space. Uh, my personal vote was Mikael Bridges, but uh, it's still good to see Marcus Moore. Because, um, like I said, it's another way to show like, a guard who's actually guarding the best ball handlers in the world win. So, I mean, yes. it was very good to see still. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think with uh, Mikael Bridges, like, I know he he finished third overall. But, like, people, I feel like people are going to forget about that, the fact that he finished third. But I think he deserves a lot more credit than he's getting. Because his the way he's grown so far from his rookie year to now has been really good to see. And he, I know he was like a, a fan favorite. He's a, he has such a cool vibe and stuff. But he's going to get I, – I hope next year he like really breaks out like on offense more because the defense is always going to be there. But I think 
Mikel definitely had a year that people cannot sleep on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel right. Well, you know, you want to transition to the the playoffs? Yeah, real quick, Jay Wright just retired. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. (laughs) Officially. Oh, wow. Dang. Right before we started, uh, we were saying that... uh, we got word that he might re- uh, retire this offseason. And then now he just retired. Well, hey. Hell of a career. Do, Hell of a career. Buzzer beating nat- Natties. You beat Michigan in the Natty. Yeah, he got quite a good run. It don't even seem like he's that old, to be honest. I don't think he is. It's funny. I don't it's think he's that old. He probably just said, you know what? I don't feel yeah, like yeah. it. <laughs> Say man, it's time for you to move on to better, to you know, more relaxing things. I have won championships since twenty eighteen, and you just leave. <laughs> I mean, he's sixty. Okay. Kansas took this long to win one. I don't know how it took. He's sixty. You don't want that. He's sixty. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought he was like fifty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Anyway, rest easy. Well, no, nah, I can't what? say it like that. Rest no. easy. No. I was about to say rest easy, Jay Wright, you know, enjoy retirement. And then I was like, wait, no, I can't like say it. It was the first thing to pop to mind. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you know, you can move on to the playoffs, man. Man, man absolutely. first round series, man. man you know? So we can start off with the game that we're currently watching. We're watching game two right now. But. I'm not even going to ask y'all what y'all think about uh, game game one with the series because we all, everybody loved that game, and we know. I'm praying that this goes to seven games. This is going to be one hell of a series. Yeah, but I honestly want the, want it to go seven too, bro. Because it's like Boston has has gotten way way better on defensive end. Like they started off the season so bad, and now it's like. I've seen videos about uh, them being talked about as the favorite to win the championship now. Like, and it's not crazy, crazy to which say. Which is crazy to say. Like, Well, like, it's not crazy to say, but it's, like, crazy because, you know, how long it took them to get there. Because you thought when you had Kyrie, that was the year, and then it went bad. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but then, you know, they got the young talent, and they already came you know, into themselves with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. It seemed like, you know, it didn't take them that long to turn into superstars or, like, you know, stars in the league. But, yeah, oh, man. This series is crazy, man. This series is crazy. I hope it goes to say one. Yeah. I have it going to seven just because Brooklyn and Boston are not the same teams last year. Boston is way better, more confident, more – Defensive, <coughs> excuse me, defensive-minded. Um, it was a very good game, one, just because uh, the tension between the fans with when it comes to Kyrie Irving. I say tension between the fans because Kyrie don't care. So I ain't going to say between Kyrie and the fans. Um, his his final was justified, but honestly, he, he his action was justified too. It's, it's too many, it's too many times that players are seen as monkeys and seen as monkeys <laughs> and, <laughs> and just less human beings. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Not, I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm sorry for the laugh, but as soon as he said monkeys, yeah. it's so Kyrie. You know, yeah, bananas. I live with that Kyrie, and I'm going to say, oh, I know exactly what word I'm about to say. As soon oh as he ate goodness, the banana. As soon as he peeled the banana like that, I was like, That oh, shouldn't yeah. have been that funny. That was, that was I'm such a bad coincidence. But yeah. Like, I could hold it in, bro. I, nah, I thought that was an accident. I, no, it was on purpose. It was on purpose. <laughs> I went. I'm, I was trying to get a laugh. Out oh, there. that was actually funny. Oh, man, He's such a funny guy, man. man. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, I just didn't want to bore my co-host here. My my thoughts. So I went. So no, no, shuffle. we love your thoughts, mm-hmm. man. Hey, like we got a podcast together for a reason. You know what I'm mean? about to say this is supposed to be fun. What? <laughs> but yeah, it's a um, finish up like Tatum is. Of course, ascended. Even though he's he's already the player that he is, and same with Jalen Brown, they uh, made some moves and how hot and confident they got after the deadline and how they finished the season twenty eight and seven after going twenty three and twenty four. Um, personally, I have Brooklyn. I got Brooklyn winning seven, but it it has it can't be close because their defense is too skeptical for it to be a close game seven, even with. The Kevin Durant, the Kyrie Irving, like it showed last, it showed game one how close the game was and how they lost because defense is scattered and all around the place. Even if it's not scattered, the defense is not good really, and that's the one critical thing since going back to last year when they got James Harden, which is like you got you got the offensive talent of like Hercules, but like your defense is a is a poodle. So I mean, what else you gonna do? But yeah, if I'm a Boston, it's just like it's gonna be hard to stop them. But like, if you keep it close, you don't know what happen because somehow shot may not go down, and then who knows? You you got a six six eight four cutting on a six three guard, and then he does a spin move. He got a layup for a game winner. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their defense, yeah, I was watching that that last, you know, couple of minutes or a few minutes of the game. It showed really bad, of, like how bad their defense could be. Like when teams are just like in all attack mode, especially mm-hmm. like in this, you know, in the late game situations. Because it was too, it was too many times Jalen Brown just euro step straight layup easy. Jason Tim just go down the lane, didn't even make a move, just just go straight up on somebody's easy layup, like. It's it's too many times, bro. Where, where you know the defense is just such a problem, man. <clears throat> Even that game winner, that was like the easiest game winner you could have got. Even though you were spinning, but it's like the madness because they switched so much. The matchup that you got on the Jason Tatum that late, that was just like a, that's terrible. And that was that was the funny thing about that last possession. I was laughing at how much. Like, so when Marcus Smart had that pump fake, yeah. they were so close to him, even if they just put their hand up, that they could yeah. not have thought that I would never they would jump. jump. Yeah, I would like, not even, not even like, really Marcus lunge Smart. at him, but how do you jump that hard bro, not, bro. on Marcus Smart when they're, you still have another three seconds to defend? Yeah, like, you like, stay down on that, bro. Yeah, I'm not. If he makes that at that point, he makes it. But I'm not jumping for that, because there's no way. But I know it was like, Split second decision, they yeah. had to think real quick, and then they did that. But it does show that as powerful as that offense can be, as dominant as that offense can be, if you 
your defense is off, especially to a team like Boston, they're going to lose like quick. Uh, well, they're going to get bumped out the playoffs quick yeah. with that. Because Boston is one of the best, like, uh, they weren't projected to be as high, like, coming into the season as their seed is. They, of course, they were expected to make it, but they weren't predicted to do as well, especially for the second half of the year. Well, like, the few, the last couple weeks until the uh, All-Star break. Mm. But I will say, like, this is probably one of the best first round matchups you will get. So, Boston, uh, no, Brooklyn needs to come out and really like get it together on defense, just because these games are going to be very close, and they look like they just panicked, like they were so worried about getting the stop that they just stopped playing the way, the defense, the way that they were taught. So, I think it will be interesting with that. So I think, uh, Boston's going to end up coming away with this. But I kind of hope that uh, Brooklyn does just because of Kyrie. So. Yeah, I feel like Boston is going to win. It's, well, not Boston. Uh, Brooklyn is going to win in seven. Honestly, yeah, I just feel like the offense is going to sneak on out, bro. But, yeah. It's going to be a good one to see, man. But, yeah. All right, what's the next playoff game that we're going to talk about? Uh, you talking about the one that's uh gonna come on right after this one, Philly and uh in Toronto. Of course. When y'all want to start first, or you should I talk? Man, it's how go, man. It's cause I had this bold take that I was gonna say before the playoffs. Well, I just so I had like made a little bracket. And I had the bold take that Toronto is going to make to the conference finals, man. And that, that take just flopped so hard on me in the first round, bro. Like, Philly, man, I really underestimated that uh, Tobias is going to actually play good these first, you know, few games of the, of the playoffs. Because, you know, the last few playoffs that's been going on the last couple of years, he hasn't been that, you know, that consistent of a guy to look for to get you, you know, your buckets and stuff. And the emergence of Tyrese Maxey really, like, shows in this series. I'm averaging 30 in the first two games. Like, and last year he was he was barely getting, like, 10 points a game. So yeah, like, what, 7 points a game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to even think about, like, guys like him and Jordan Poole who's going to get to, like, you know, later on that just – those second year guys that came onto the scene and everything, like that's it's great to see. Or they used to do young guys, I should say. It's good to see. Yeah. But oh. yeah, Philly about to win uh at five. Probably five. Five. Yeah. Alright, yeah. Of course, uh I got Philly uh for the series. Um I did have it them winning in six before the Scotty Barnes injury. And it really hurts because even though like I know Toronto fans, Detroit fans, Cleveland fans all have been kind of turning on each other because of this Rookie of the Year race. I don't think I've ever seen a more heated Rookie of the Year race other than the uh, Zion and Ja. Like, I don't think it's ever been this heated to the point where people actually hate Cade, hate Scotty, and hate Evan. And it's, it's been crazy to talk about, but... Um, 
hopefully he gets better soon because I really like Scotty's personality and he deserves it. But um, as far as the series now, I got them uh, actually sweeping in this. It's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be uh, challenging in Toronto. Yeah, that's, this is only that, that's the only thing. But uh, I think in the end, like Scotty's absence is gonna show. A little bit because his impact on the court was crazy. Even though he's not a number one option on that team, because of that, you 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 have to put your second or third best defender on him because you still got Siakam. So, because of that, those distractions, he could end up being really dangerous in this league. So, because of the injury, I think they're going to have to switch up a little bit too much. And Philly just got kind of got to do what they do. And yeah, I think it's going to be a quick series. But overall, as far as game one uh, and game one's concern, I didn't like exactly the different. Okay, so lots of people were talking about how um, it was like unfair for the free throws and stuff like that to come, but like Toronto wasn't getting the calls. I agree with the fact that they were calling like a lot for for them. I do not like the fact that they're saying they need to switch something up to. Make sure that Philly doesn't get that many foul calls, because they still are getting lots of fouls. Like they're drawing, they've earned the, the fouls that they draw. But people are saying like they wouldn't be that successful without them. The thing about it is that lots of people don't realize that they get fouled a lot because of how good they are. So if you stop fouling, you're just not going to stop them, and that's plain and simple. But you can't just stop calling fouls on them because they're overpowered that you keep fouling them. So, especially with the fact that I haven't seen somebody get fouled this much and make their free throws as well as Embiid does. Well, of course, Harden. And that's what makes them so deadly together because not only do they draw those fouls, but they can make the free throws. So, because of that dominance, and I don't think it's going to stop, especially with uh, Scotty out, it's, it's going to be quick, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I uh, I had Philly as well as Rob Philly in six, but right now I'm going to say I'm gonna say five because I think Toronto can get one at home like I thought they were anyway. But um, I didn't buy into the uh, Raptor hype. I just felt like... Um, when I look at the team, there's no stuff for Embiid. I understand they have Boucher, Siakam, Achua, uh, Birch. Like they have length. That that was that's them. And then Scotty as well before his injury. Uh, but uh, I didn't see one guy on that team that was like, okay, as soon as you get, because they they're being attached to the um, to other. Team members of the Sixers until it's like MB is dominating too much, or until you see that, yeah, this, 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 they are not on a day shooting. But, um, I also just took it as like, I didn't get why people that picked the Raptors chose the Raptors just because Thibault couldn't play in Toronto. That was honestly the stupidest take I heard. Thibault's an all-world defender, yes, but that dude is not averaging 30 points. They act like they're losing 30 points a game or something. I, I didn't get That was honestly, that take made no sense because Thibault couldn't play in Toronto. 
Heat, the Raptors going to win. So, MB, Harden, Tobias, like all the dudes have offensive threats. Just, just, nothing, excuse me, nothing, huh? But personally, I never bought into like Toronto is a better is a better team than Philly. I don't think they are. They uh they're deeper, yes, but a better team now because of MB, because of Harden, because of the uh, ascending talent that Tyrese Maxey is. Like they have they have their offense and skill. Like I understand their all world defender is going to be. Not there in Toronto, but their all-world defender is just an all-world defender. He's not getting them thirty or twenty points a game. I don't, I don't get how that make them lose because he's not there. And plus, even with that, Philly is a home court advantage team. So even with that again, so I don't get how how that again would make them seem like yeah that uh they always gonna lose because Tyler's not gonna be there. Uh but. Yeah, just to really show that I believe MB is doing what he is doing, going to to dominate, and Harden's going to find his way. Yeah, you know what? I got to clarify my, my wild Toronto take, too. Because I know everybody was talking about that diable thing, but they're going to win because of that. And I wasn't saying that. I was saying my thought process back then was like, you know, if Gary Trent could come back good, like somebody's gonna like shock everybody. That's what I was thinking from that standpoint. But yeah, it was a bold take for that reason. Because yeah, honestly, Philly is a way better team. It's like you can't really do anything about Harden and Bead. And like you were saying, well, Rob was saying uh, they get fouled because they're so good. Like yeah, people gotta gotta play physical with those guys. Because if you don't, it's just easy money every time. And you seen that was the game plan for Harden, even when he was in his Houston days. Like you had to play him physical, or else it's it's easy money every time, bro. Like everybody plays in that way for a reason. And then and be seven foot two two eighty two ninety that can shoot shoot has a consistent mid range and can shoot free throws. Like it's not a Shaq guy where you got to follow him. He's not making them that much. Like. This guy's actually making his free throws on top of all of it. And he can still he's a threat outside too. Like so that's a one in a kind one of a kind <clears throat> talent. Both of them, so. But but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, you don't wanna move on to the Bucks and the Bulls? Yeah. That's a quick one. Alright. So I don't. I don't think I've changed my standpoint. I still think Milwaukee's gonna. The games that they do win, uh, Chicago might steal a game or two, but I think the games that uh, um, that they do win, they they might beat the brakes off of them. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I is they've just been so bad with those types of teams, and now that they have to play the. Uh, uh, wait, they have to play four times during the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so the fact that they got to play them four more times <laughs> is, well, at least four, but they still haven't been looking that good against them. And I don't think that's going to stop. So, 
it's uh, pretty quick. Nothing much else to say. I just think that uh, that Giannis is just going to be too much of an issue for them. So I got uh, Milwaukee in five or six, six max, but in five. Yeah, I got Milwaukee in four, bro. <laughs> four, okay. <laughs> I yeah, it's like Chicago is such a good team, but it's like they're so terrible against bad. Well, no, they're so terrible against good like teams, like teams over five hundred. They have almost a losing record too, which is ridiculous to mm-hmm. say. Like about such a team that you thought you know could elevate to that elite team status, but they just. Can't get over the hump apparently. I don't know. Might be a big reason because you know Lonzo and everything. But honestly, even with Lonzo, I don't know. Might need another another guy. But well, but yeah, Milwaukee is nothing you can do to stop Giannis. Even if seen like Vucevic is not stopping Giannis, bro. He's Vucevic is not the guy that you put against Giannis, and you can't put smaller guys on Giannis that much because he has been improving his shot and can't make a Post fade. I mean, like even Mark way more consistently than you know the years that he was dominant, but he wasn't shooting like that. Like he says, drives. But yeah, Giannis is a different beast. Man. He is. Um, my my uh, prediction was Bucks and five. I had the Bulls getting one at the United Center. Um, I it was three or four. I personally would if it was. If it was three, it'd be better. Because four, Giannis might just try to dominate so they get this one out the way while, uh, while, uh, the, um, the, uh, Nets and Celtics have their seven game series. You know, you have the rest. This is all the time. I don't know. Probably not even. What the heck? But, uh, what's the name? I also wanted to say that, uh, I disagree with Will that they they're piece away because it shows how even when they were healthy they couldn't beat good teams. They would blow lead to Boston, lose to Boston, couldn't beat Brooklyn besides one game. They they beat Brooklyn once, but I don't know if they beat them in series how constructed. Uh Miami, they couldn't beat Miami. Obviously we see they can't beat Milwaukee right now, even with Lonzo out, but even with Lonzo there they may it may still two games like Rob said predicted but like even with Lonzo there I don't think they win the series like they're obviously still (coughs) excuse me a piece away from uh being true contenders like DeMar Rosen had an MVP year and show he's still an all-star coming from San Antonio Zach Levine getting his first day to playoffs proving he's still part he still uh wouldn't be a part of this moment show that he's not just a regular season, season player they both struggled a little bit when they combined for 36 points. When, like, you know, you want your two stars getting 50 plus. Um, but, yeah, really, I would, I would want to say is that um, Chicago definitely would want to look at getting a better forward just because, like, like uh, Will said, Vooch is too slow. And then Patrick Williams, he's a good, he's a great defender. Trust me, he is, but he's too small, which is, like, not, not his fault. It's just a just who Giannis Antetokounmpo is. So, but yeah, you can see like how Milwaukee's constructed versus Chicago. They have their superstar. They have in build around them. There's a shot. There's one shot creator closer. There's a shot creator two way point guard. There's a 
there's a center who gives him all this, gives him the space, doesn't even touch the paint, even though he's one of the best post scorers we've seen when he played for the Nets. You have guys off the bench that, that are shooters, or you have one playmaker off the bench, George Hill, or excuse me, or you still have uh, Drew or Chris to play with the second unit to playmate. Like you can see how they constructed versus Chicago with a lot of good players, but not one guy that's the guy and the superstar with the team built around him. That's why I really think they're not contenders. Because if you look around Milwaukee, Giannis, Brooklyn, KD with with the Kyrie, Phoenix, you have Book with the Chris Paul, go to State, you have Steph with the Clay and Drake, uh, etc. with all the contending teams. Yeah, it's crazy. Milwaukee? Say no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. We can uh, might have to finish the East out. Yeah. Them Jimmy Bucket led team. Yeah. First off, shout out to Jimmy Butler, man. That was a great 45 point career high game that you put on the uh, last night, man. It was a beauty to watch, honestly. 45 piece <laughs> chicken nugget right there, man. But no barbecue man, sauce. Man, just cooking. Yeah. Honestly, at first, my like initial prediction before you know the uh, this playoff started was Heat and five, mm. and I'm sticking with that prediction because, man, oh man, oh man, I honestly underestimated how good the Heat would be looking in the playoffs, as far as like being an offensive team, like their their offense gets way better in the playoffs than you see in a regular season. And I, like, you know, you can obviously accredit that to Jimmy Butler putting up 45. But guys like Tyler Hero have, even though the first game they played, he he did not play that good. But guys like that are guys that you can look towards, you know, to get better, way better than in the playoffs. And, man, it's that defense, man, that they've been smothering Trey Young like no other. The first game was way terrible. He bounced back game two, but it's still like he had way, you know, he still had problems getting his buckets because of how much pressure they have put on him. So, I feel like, you know, Atlanta might still win, uh, you know, at home, game three or four, just, you know, off, you know, the home court advantage, whatever. But it's still going to be a gentleman's sweep for Miami. Yeah, gentleman's sweep over here for me, too. I had uh, Heat and Five, I respect that Trey Young and that Atlanta team going to feed off the crowd to get one. But, yeah, it's just like what he said. Their offense transcends, and their defense always been amazing. And, like, they're just showing how good of a defensive team they are. Because, yeah, they know they have, they'll have to see a Joel or have to see a KD or Giannis to get to where they wouldn't get to. But uh, they just shown, like, P.J. Tucker, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo. Gabe Vincent did an amazing job yesterday. Just like how they buying in on the defensive end, just suffocating Trey Young. And they've shown they suffocate the starts of the opposing team. And that's really why they're winning, how they're winning. Like, Bogey had a great game yesterday. And they still won because of, you know, like you said, the offensive talent of Jimmy Butler and the rest of Miami Heat as well as their defense is. Like, they really focus on maybe, <coughs> excuse me, one guy can can get his, but not everybody's gonna be have a good game. They're not gonna beat us with their depth because we got one of the best best depth teams in the league. 
which is um what you want as a postseason team. But yeah, I said uh, he in five, and Jimmy Butler is a star, not a superstar, but great game. Yeah, I got uh, Heat and five as well. Uh, they definitely looked. Uh, I loved how aggressive Jimmy was that game, and Trey Young is of course Trey Young. He's gonna get his, but I think overall as a team, it's just too much for uh, for Atlanta to handle right now. Just because the Heat's so prepared, and I don't think Atlanta's gonna be as prepared these uh, upcoming games because I think they can steal one but that game is going to be a game that Trey Young really really breaks out and he he loves his home court that crowd loves him he loves uh, he loves them and they love him and so I'm de- I definitely think they're going to steal game three however game four is going to be the humbling one that ends up uh, really putting it away for the three one. So yeah, I got I got heat there, and also shout out to Duncan Robinson, my dog. Yeah, feel it, Michigan man. Uh, now since we all got five, I want to ask y'all a question. Okay. So if they were to lose game three, Atlanta, if Miami defeats Atlanta game three, would you think it could be a sweep? Just depend. It depends on how they lose it. Because if it was a close game, you might still say five. But if they get blown out game three, do you think it's a it's a sweep? I think, yeah, if the Heat win game three, I think it's going to be a sweep. Uh, but it's going to – they're going to get – they're not going to get – uh, they're not going to get blown out both games. And they're not going to make it close both games. I feel like if they – I think they're going to lose it in the fourth quarter. If they lose it in the fourth quarter – then it's going to be close throughout the whole game four, and then it's going to be an interesting game. But, yeah, I would definitely love for it to uh, to happen. Man, honestly, yeah. If they win game three, yeah, I feel like them, uh, he are going to get care of business on the road game four to get it over with. It's like, damn. It's like, damn, man. They fought all that hard and played just to get swept, man. That's, <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's hey, sucks. Man, hey, they made it, man. Hey, they knew they were signing up when they get the AC going against. You got to beat. You got to beat the best to be the best. Hey, yeah, you're not there yet. <laughs> still got some work to do. <laughs> but, but yeah, any um, any thoughts about the whole Eastern Conference? Man. I was earlier. I was thinking. I was like randomly thinking about uh, the Warriors and how like when they play Eastern Conference teams. More more recently this year, which I was surprised of, it's been a lot of like blowouts. Like when they played Milwaukee, like mm-hmm. like a month ago, not even a month ago, but like the last time they played Milwaukee in the regular season, it was a blowout bad. And when they played the Bulls on ESPN, that I was one, about, yeah, I was about that was Eric them a new one. Yeah, he get dogs over there doing like behind the back passes for fast breaks and going stuff. Crazy, like, and yeah. even like teams like um, they uh, they beat Miami without yeah, anybody. that's all yeah. Like, yeah you see like Poole. Miami, that's the first seed, and you had Jordan Poole, <laughs> like had uh, had had uh, Jane by the fight UD man, <laughs> but it's it's crazy man like. 
Eastern Conference. I feel like whoever is in the West is going to win the championship this year just mm. because of how, how just like even teams like you know the Warriors. You know the Warriors are a good ass mm-hmm. team, but still like they were ranked. Well, they were you know seeded low. Even the teams that's higher seeded than them, I feel like would still beat up on the East, like the best of the East teams, like the Suns, even. The Grizzlies, they might have a chance. But, yeah. All right, all right. But that might hint to who I got winning the championship. I'm going to get to that later. <laughs> take, it, uh, take it with a grain of salt. All right. Any uh, left words about any team in the Eastern Conference? Um, Milwaukee. I'm still I'm still a believer that Milwaukee's going back to the finals. I'm still very high on Giannis and the way that he can just take over whenever he needs to. And, like, they'll realize, okay, you know what? We can't even just play regular basketball. Just give it to Giannis, get the fuck out the way, and then just, just keep it moving. I think that's the first time I ever cussed like that on here. <laughs> I, felt, like, I felt it. Rock. I felt it. Look, I'm very passionate about what Giannis can do, man. <laughs> and the way the way he's grown, and I, just, I know everybody, like, doesn't doubt him anymore because he already won a championship, but I want them to regret it so much. How they say he can never win. He's a, uh, you know, he's not skilled enough. He w- he would if he couldn't shoot or uh, no, if he wasn't six eleven to seven one, he would be a McDonald's worker and all that. <laughs> but yeah, the way the way he's grown and the fact that he's just getting better and better in every single category makes me. I want to see exactly where his limit is. So. I think Milwaukee not only will win the uh, Eastern Conference, but I think depending on who they play, they can win uh, the championship again. And I hate when teams from Wisconsin win shit. Mm. Because you know, we got the Honey Badgers. We got, of course, the Bucks. you know, Pistons rival. Not really rival. We've been getting destroyed. But we have to play them four times a year. Like, so they're that, in our division. They're technically our rival, but they beat up us yeah, <laughs> a lot. In basketball, it only affects the uh, the schedule. It doesn't really. I don't think it gives that much of a feeling when it comes to that. Not as much as football, of course, but uh, like you know, you got the Packers, of course, and we already know how they've been doing against Detroit. But overall, I'm happy to see Giannis succeeding like this. Especially since a low market has someone that could come in and be that loyal. That's why I'm hoping Kay Cunningham stays his whole career. I don't know if it, if it's that likely, but I I hope he does. But if we want, if, yeah, if we're talking about Easter Conference in general, oh, I can talk about offseason plans for days. But you know, we just talk about the playoff team. So I'll, I think the winner of the Boston and Brooklyn series. Uh, is going to be their the ultimate challenge for them. I don't think the Heat will be as challenging mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. and that that might be that might be a bold take. But I honestly this year I I just don't think that is going to be as close as it has been in the past when it comes to playing Milwaukee. And it's an interesting take, but hey, all right, all right. Now we're gonna I'm gonna ask this. And then we ain't gonna talk about it, of course, the East again until we talk about the playoffs again. But I know you said Milwaukee, but like you're an Eastern Conference champion as of right now. Mm-hmm. 
do you ever? Who's yours? Mine's? Yeah. Uh, honestly, mine's was the same thing. Milwaukee. Well, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, Giannis is... Giannis, man, playoff Giannis is something that's going to be a problem. Or just like how playoff LeBron is. If mm-hmm. the East has the same type of landscape, I feel like playoff Giannis is going to be something that's going to be like running the East for a long, long time. And real quick, I want to say something with that. Playoff Giannis might end up being a top five player of all time. Bro. The way he plays, the way he impacts the game, he already has one of the best uh, top five block of all time. With that DeAndre Ayton one. Yeah. That was, that was, that was the top five finals block of all time. LeBron's is probably number one. No, it, it has to be number one. Yeah, that's number there's, one. There's no way it's not number one. Um, but that, because of how, the, not only the situation in that game, but the difficulty of reacting that way, already has his signature highlight right there. The 50 points. Yeah, 50 points. The 50 to points close out game. to close I out. I like that never gets talked about that much. It, no, they stopped talking about it after a week. Like, that's ridiculous. They didn't even talk about Well, of course, that's what you get with low markets. They stopped talking about their championship as a whole yeah. after, after that. Because nobody talks about... Well, I can't say nobody, but lots of people still don't talk about the 04 Pistons that much just because they didn't have stars. Like, outside of Detroit, I don't see people talking about it that much. But personally, well, yeah. yeah, the Bucks. I got them as my Eastern Conference champions, man. But they just got that. They 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 are a well constructed team. And he, they have the perfect number team. two. That's that's my yeah. that's my thing too. They have the perfect number two. Uh, if he could maybe get a little bit more consistent, but he's definitely like the perfect type of player to be around that Giannis. And I think they, if they did get more people, you know who I think would be perfect? That's a very tiny player that would have been perfect? Chaundy Brown. His defense with the shooting, he doesn't need the ball in his hands that much. But if you need him to have the ball in his hands, he can. But I think that would be perfect because of what he brings on that defense as well. And the, the corner three yeah, was, was unstoppable why, with him. That's why one of the... I hate that, you know, he had that, that, uh, you know. That outcome of the tournament? Is that yeah. Yeah. But overall, that team, uh, yeah, Milwaukee's team, they just know how to play around Giannis that, uh, that much. So I, that's the reason. Like you said, playoff Giannis is different, and I don't think it's ever going to slow down in his career, especially with the fact that he can shoot now. This man is a sniper. So, yeah. Alright. I gotta respect it. You gotta respect it. Oh, that means he has a different take. Okay, who, who's your champion? Oh, you want, I know you guys want to hear mine. Yeah, I do. No, no I, 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 want to, I want to hear it. I got Brooklyn, man. Ooh. Nah. I know, I know why, and I didn't mention it in... Why I'm, I think they would win the series. Mm-hmm. I did say, I end up saying Boston. Mm-hmm. But what you're about to say right here, which I know you're about to say, yeah. is why I think if it happens, then I think they could win it. Okay. The series and possibly the conference. But go ahead. Before I attack why, I'm going to say why up top, I don't think they're going to be winners. Miami is a great team. They are a great team. And they're playing extremely well, but they're doing this against a team they should be doing. 
excuse me, it against going against the AC the Hawks. I want to see how they do it with the Philly, and see how that goes when they have two super, two superstar caliber players in the Harden and and B, and a sitting talent Tyrese Maxey and a still good shot creator and Tobias Harris. We'll see how how it is then. And Philly, they still got a lot of answers as well, like how how is it gonna be when you get versus like the Miami and you're not the home court advantage team as well. So I don't, and I don't see how that works against the Brooklyn right now. But now we go down down low, and y'all said very good points about Milwaukee because playoff Giannis could be the next playoff LeBron. Yeah, he had his down moments. He had his uh, failures and took him on the chin. And now he tasted first. He, now he's like a shark that tasted blood. So it can be like, yeah, it's going to be very hard to get from, to keep him from his goal with the, with the same team besides P.J. Tucker. Now to my specific champion, Brooklyn, Eastern Conference champion, Brooklyn. I don't know if they're going to be in the finals yet, so when they get there, we'll see who the champion is. But my Eastern Conference champion, Brooklyn, lost to Milwaukee in seven games with Kevin Durant, almost being only the quote-unquote healthy star. Lost because of a toenail on the line. Oh, I was like, he heard the toenail? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was like, what you mean? You I was know. like, oh. Kyrie wants to prove haters wrong. Ben Simmons is coming back. They have been said the defender is back, and you add that defender to the team. You lost your best defender. They gained their best defender. That's that's something as well. And it's like playoff Giannis is hard to stop, but a playoff, but a playoff well team or a playoff team that's. Deep as Brooklyn is, it's going to be harder to stop. And people really got to remember, Brooklyn was at the top until the injuries happened. That's when they went down to 9C with no Kyrie, no KD. They had my man's Duke, the rookie Duke and Kessler Edwards out there playing the 30 minutes, oh 35 God, minutes. Bro. man from Pepperdine. Pepperdine. <laughs> and you added Seth Curry, one of the best shooters in the league. In the effing league. He's shooting better percentage than his effing brother. Alright? Yeah. And then He's the real better Curry brother. Like <laughs> you really you really support you really getting the best shot creator I've seen a lot of shooters and he's developed as a playmaker. And you're adding one of the best playmakers of, of all time of uh this league. I'm not gonna say all time, sorry. In this league with Ben Simmons and his six ten defensive presence is gonna be hard. Because now Giannis, not, you're not seeing Blake Griffin now. You're seeing Ben Simmons. It's a difference. That's why I really think I'm going to have to go with Brooklyn. But I, if Giannis proves me wrong, you will see a smile on my face the next day. <laughs> I promise you that. I am rooting for Giannis. I have no hatred for this man whatsoever. I, I'm, I'm choosing Brooklyn. But it, I promise next day, if, he, if Giannis stops, proves me wrong, you gonna see a smile on my face. Now I'll take I'll take that loss like a champ. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Man. 
Brooklyn is setting up. <laughs> Redemption right there. Redemption. Real, real quick, I know we were talking about uh, about that. So be, before we get to that, uh, the Western Conference. Right. While we were on the podcast, I don't know if they're joking, but Shaq and Kenny got into it. That's not. And I didn't hear. Yeah, like he he said. Uh, I think he said something to Shaq, and Shaq didn't take it well. And then he they like took took off their glasses, and he was they was like calling shots at each other. Then he said, "Say try to be funny again on TV. I'll put the balls on." Them. Yeah, that's crazy. Because they look serious. I didn't. I couldn't tell if they were joking or not. But they, yeah. I look kind of serious. But uh, yeah. yeah, breaking. That was breaking. Yeah, break, steps, yeah. But while while you were talking, I, I kept getting that alert. Yeah. So I was like, wait, hold on. But, uh, all right, now we're going to move to the Western Conference. All right, the first one, which is now tied up at 1-1, uh, is going to be the 1C versus the AC Suns and Pelicans. Now, this is about to be really interesting now because it's definitely going to be a series that no one was expecting since Devin Booker's out now. So what are y'all takes on that now? What's what's the situation like in that series now? Um, I had Suns in five. Now it just moved back to six. That's all. <laughs> I still think they're. They showed how they were without Chris Paul, and now they just it's like they switched Chris Paul for Devin Booker, who like, of course, there's different skill sets there, but you still have the point guy to lead you. So um, you have your depth. Like that's one thing about Phoenix too. There, they have their stars, but they do have the net. They have the mentality that like I was watching Chris Paul interview yesterday, and he was like, uh, you know, how it is next man up. So whether that's Cam, Landry Shaman, Cameron Payne, well Cam Johnson or Cameron Payne, Landry Shaman, whoever, whoever Monty calls up for, I believe they will be ready. Now, but with no Booker. Or three or four confirm. Well, I mean, not confirm, but very unlikely. Um, I of course now I, I'll definitely say Pelicans will take one at home. That's why I said five because I thought they were going to do that anyway. I didn't see them taking both games at, from Phoenix at Phoenix, and especially before Book got in, injured, wasn't looking that way. But you know, shout out to Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, all all the Pelicans, Herb Jones, Trent Murphy is a knockdown shooter. You know they're there. They made they made it a series by taking one off off Phoenix when nobody expected so. But uh, now uh, if I really just still look without Booker, it's like the even series now. But I still think Phoenix is the better team. But so I'm having to say Phoenix and if Booker's out for the main main of the series, Phoenix and six. It's funny because Miles was like that as well. Before the playoff start, I said Suns and five, but now with the deep book injury, I'm saying Suns and six. Cause yeah, I feel like the momentum can carry over to for to the you know then to get one at home, just off of you know another good bi game like he got thirty seven this game and of course you know CJ McCollum could be that guy too that puts up a big game, but yeah, I just. Like, same thing he was saying, like, I just feel like the Suns are a well, well-constructed team, like, from top down to where 
you know, like what you said, Chris Paul, like next man up type thing. That they actually have done that, you know, in the regular season. I feel like they can carry over to the playoffs as well. But, yeah, it's funny because that's why I like, I like, man, that's the exact same thing Miles was. Like the Suns are five, but now the Suns six. Yeah, I still have uh, Suns and Six, but I think they're only going to win. I think uh, the two games that um, – no, I say – I think it can go to seven. But I think it will still be Suns and Six. But it's a strong chance that it does go to seven because these next two games are going to be in New Orleans. And because of that and without Devin Booker, you only got Chris Paul and uh, Michael Bridges. And – and DeAndre Ayton, of course. Future Pistons. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one can hope. But, yeah, uh, considering all that, like, New Orleans does have the momentum now that they know, like, they could beat him at least without Devin Booker playing. And now Devin could probably be out these next two games. Probably game three, most uh, like, almost 100% confirmed. And then game four is looking closer towards him missing that one, too, so. They could if they win these next two, there is going to be very interesting. But I think it will be one that it will actually be like a three-one comeback type. So if New Orleans New Orleans has to win one of these games, they can't they can't lose both. So I got Suns winning, but New Orleans is going to make it a strong case. Especially, <laughs> I'm still waiting on uh, Zion to just come out of nowhere and then just say I'm playing tonight. It's like the game's in an hour. It's like yeah, I'm playing. <laughs> And then now you have no game plan. He's right. back in his whole uh, on his home court playing this like it would just be storybook, man. So if I see Zion get upgrades questionable, I'm fucking going crazy. <laughs> questionable is like okay, what for next series is like no tonight. And now it's probable. <laughs> it'd be like now it's probable. And it's like Excuse probable me. for what? It'd be like probable, probable for he probably gonna he's be playing. playing. Yeah. It'd be like. He's, Probably playing. It's like I just haven't gotten the word, but he's hundred percent playing. Yeah. It's like, dude, but, did you see him jump last week? Like, <laughs> if we if he wasn't playing, we'd fire him. But yeah, overall, it's going to be nice. I still have Suns uh, winning it though. I think Chris Paul's going to be fine uh, without it. The game's going to be manageable, but don't be surprised if New Orleans wins them. All right, now. Nah. Move on to four and five, Dallas and Utah. Um, no Luka Doncic the first two games. Now he's questionable for tomorrow's game three. Uh, any about your, what's, well, what's your takes for game for this series? Man, first off, I'm gonna say that Utah, y'all, y'all, if if y'all don't get past. The second round, I know it's unlikely, bro. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta blow it up, man. One or the other that has to be traded, man. Cause they defensive schemes to just throw everything through Rudy is making him look so bad. They're making the defense like not as great as people, you know, as the advanced statistics would put it. Cause yeah, that with losing a game to the Lucas Mavericks, that that just makes y'all look so bad. Man. It's, it's not a good look. But uh, I still got Utah winning, and I feel like they're going to win in seven. 
if Luca plays, yeah, you know, no injuries. But if Luca did not play, like missed another game or so, I feel like it would be Utah at six. But initially, I had Utah at six. But man, I still think that Utah gotta like make some changes to be if they want to get into that, you know, upper echelon teams or. I don't know, just find a, like, direction. Like, you, do you want to go for the championship or, like, I don't know, go the different direction or something. But, yeah, I, I say it's going to be Utah if in seven if Luka plays, Utah in six if he misses some more games. All right, so <laughs> um, right now I have Utah winning in six. And uh, I really did want uh, uh, Luka to end up playing and winning the series. I wanted Dallas, too. I think Luka's going to be a terrific uh, player. I think Dallas deserves to see something, uh, like, really show up in these playoffs just because of the fact that, uh, like, the one time they really, really got Luka Magic in the playoffs was during the bubble. And it's like, I I really want to see how it is, like, we all remember when Vince Carter made that buzzer beater to win it. And so I think Luka's going to have one of those moments in the playoffs in the next couple of years. But I, so I want him to get as far as possible because I'm a big, uh, I'm high on Luka. But uh, however, I think Utah has like, is starting to find a rhythm, especially with the fact that uh, Luka's going to be out. So depending on how soon he gets back, it's going to be how soon Utah wins. But even with Luka, um, the overall um, ability to like work together as a team on defense, I think is going to be a little bit too much for Dallas as a whole um, to you know come out on top with. But on top of that, uh, on offense, it, it would be a quicker series if uh, there weren't so many questions about uh, like overall chemistry on offense because you know we still. I know they dealt with it all year, but, you know, Donovan Mitchell only passes to uh, um, Rudy Gobert, like, twice a game. So, it's definitely going to be interesting with that, but I think they'll be pretty fine since they've been doing that all year round. So, I, I got uh, Utah winning in the next in probably six. Both my co-hosts have Utah in six. I have Dallas and seven. Mm, you like, suck. When no, I was sorry. thinking about that, like if Luca plays out, like it could, it could be a swing, like each each way, Utah seven or Mavericks and seven. <coughs> and I'm not even mad if somebody says Mavericks and seven, or if it is Mavericks and seven, like you said. Yeah, it would. Pro- yeah, I like that too. Shoot, it would be uh, likely that they could win in six if Luca played the whole time. Sure. Yeah. Because all he needs to do is take, if he takes over the way, not the, not the exact way that Giannis takes over, but as in, like, this is my, this is my game. If he does that, they they can win lots of games. Yeah, that's the only reason I wouldn't be tough, because, like, of the Luka injury starting off, because that's, like, going to perform and do it. But then now it's, like, him missing those games. Like, if he played the whole series, yeah. But definitely, man, I would have went Maverick 6 or something like that. You go ahead, though. Yeah. I was thinking, like, when the series started, I'm like, I think Dallas can still pull it out. Because Utah, 
has been so iffy this year. It's so I can't bet on them for nothing. Like I know y'all not betting on them, y'all just predicting. We're just predicting here, but nah. They they kill me a fan though too. I guess. <laughs> you know what? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. I, I had to delete the app. Yeah. It's good. It's like, yeah. No, no, you're right. It is good. Yeah. Gambling, gambling, man. It is good. But, yeah, it was just because, like, my, my bum ass Lakers beat them twice. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they, they're, they're not a construct. They're, they're constructed, but their game plan is terrible. Is Donovan Mitchell saves us and Rudy Gobert defends for us. That's literally it. And you can't do that in the playoffs, bro. The failure for them was they don't make the conference finals. It's a successful season is making the conference finals for Utah. They didn't have to make the NBA finals. It's conference finals. But I don't think that's going to happen because even if they do pass Dallas, I think Phoenix is on that. But I said Dallas because they are they play they play so much more different in a, in a very good way when Luca's not on the floor. So that's why it's like, yeah, Luca's not there, but you can't but we can't just say uh for people that speak in Utah just because Luca's not there, it's gonna be Utah obviously. We can't say that when they play so much smoother and and fluid when with the ball moving as much because Luca's not there to ball dominant. Um Jalen Brunson is playing for his contract. Dropping forty one, he he didn't have a bad game one either. It's like he really playing for something bigger, playing for his bag this summer. Which, you know, he just gave him the forty one piece chicken dish dinner. <laughs> he was like, "Don't worry, my my uh, when I get this new contract, I'll send y'all root Chris next." Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but no, for real, yeah. Like and then with Luca missing the two games, you they should not have lost both. Losing one is one thing. Look, I mean, not losing both. I'm sorry. They should have won both. Losing one is one thing, but you losing one with a guy that's not that guy's career high. I mean, that guy's career high on you is another. Like now, you make it so much an easier decision, for Jason Kidd, because a compare the comparison of you know being down o two and trying to have Luca come back to so your season won't be over now one one. You can sacrifice game three if need be. Because remember, you still have a... When it when it's said and done, you're still the home court advantage team. So it's like, if you lose game three... If if it's game three, now, if you lose it, okay. But Luka, one, gets more rest on his calf. You're not down 0-3, so a series is far from... It's not over quite yet. And anyways, your team is still not, still not a guaranteed... Uh, Lose, losing team when uh, you're not uh, having Luca. So I mean, personally, it just seems like Utah is 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 it's time to blow it up. Like like Will said, like trade the two and fire Quinn Snyder. Don't just trade, fire Quinn Snyder. Yeah, y'all need to do that too. He's he's obviously not the coach. Yeah, well, yeah. One thing about Quinn Snyder too, like adding on to like. I've noticed, um, like, more recently than, you know, when he first got there, like, his in-game adjustments are, like, I've compared to, like, Mike D'Antoni because Mike D'Antoni don't do any. Like, the fact that you see that that defensive scheme is getting killed by Jalen Brunson or even Maxi Cleveland who had eight threes 
last mm, decade. Mm, like, mm. if you see that Maxi Kleber's eight, it, bro, he shouldn't even be able to get to five, bro, let alone eight threes. Because y'all put so much weight on Rudy Gobert, and if it's a perimeter guy that can stretch him off the floor, it's just like it's his fault, man. Like, it's Rudy's fault all the time. Because y'all throw everything to him, but the switches are so bad. And the rotations haven't been on par at all. And, uh, yeah, like, man, Mike Conley's kind of losing a step, too, so they got to figure out a way to get rid of him. That's like, yeah. Even, like, if they got past the Mavericks, yeah, I feel like Phoenix was going to beat them in five, bro. Because <laughs> it's like, dude, man, y'all got to – y'all don't have that much of star power to put up against the real good teams, especially the way they play. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, uh – it's just like, man, you you did all. Uh, it should have been blown up, like you said. It's been blown up when Terrence Mann had fifty, almost like. Bro, like, like bro, that's what like, should have. That's what like, should have. Terrence Mann is. Man. That should not be the guy. This man got an extension off of y'all, bro. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> but all right, we move on to three and six. Going to stay looking like the ones we had nightmares about in high school. Gosh, bro, oh, you're hinting, you're hinting to my point, bro. Like, you're hinting to my point, though. Uh, by me, it's half the floor. By uh, me, I'm about to say, yeah, I'll go, I'll go after you. Yeah. Uh, okay, me. okay, okay. Well, this is where I was going to talk about, uh, you know, my potential champions of this 2022 NBA season, man. Mm. I, my prediction before everything started was Golden State is going to win the championship. And I even said that pre in preseason, like before the season started. And one thing I did not expect was Jordan Poole's emergence, like him being a guy that's going, you know, averaging, what, 29 in the playoffs right now and mm-hmm. had a big game the first game. And even he still had a good game the second game, had like 29. And was doing the facilitating as well, like with, with Draymond and everything. Like, bro, that, that team looks scary again, bro. And it's crazy to hear the Warriors' chance again. It's still, it's not as bad as because Houston was contending and I was hearing that, and it was, it was bad because we were just getting killed by them all the time. Mm-hmm. Except for 2018 and then Chris Paul, but, you know, I move on. But the, the Warriors this year, man, I feel like they got that firepower, like, comparable to those years, the championship years, man. And Jordan Poole is going to be somebody that's really going to be, like, feared in this league, bro. And he's going to be, like, him putting that new Def lineup out there, Chris Paul. Oh, not Chris Paul. Steph Curry and uh, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond. That, that's so much. That's so much ball movement, spacing, and firepower on one court is just... I feel like that's going to be something that's going to take them all the way, man. And the third quarter is their best quarter, which is you – can, you can't give up a lead before the before halftime against them because their third quarters are so beautiful to watch, man. Like, that that's – that's that brand of basketball. I've grown to love even though it killed me in the past with the, with the Rockets and those – Hard to watch being a fan of the Rockets and just watching them play that beautiful basketball. But, man, I'm starting to be more of a fan of it now. I just enjoy basketball. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. But as far as the series series go, I say I say it's Warriors and Fogger. Oh yeah. I said Warriors and Fogger before the season before the not season before the playoffs started anyway, because Dallas oh it's not Dallas Denver got too much injuries, bro. Like you can't expect Jokic to carry you that like that far, bro, by himself. Mm-hmm. And I know that's had to do a lot with injuries. But it's like, man, even when Jokic was off the floor, it's like they don't have no bench at all, which is yeah. something that I feel like they need to improve going forward. Because mm-hmm. you can't count on guys like Monte Morris to even score you 20 points or something like that. And Will Barton, and Will Barton has been playing solid, but Aaron Gordon just disappearing this whole series, like, that's something that's, that's really got to be questioned. We know this boy. We know this boy. We know it. Thank you for bringing that up. Don't think we people haven't been acknowledging that. We know. Man, but got that big ass contract, bro. Look at him now, like bro. This is so bad, man. It's so bad to see. But yeah, I got worries and fall as far as the city goes. Perfect, man. I I definitely wanted to talk about that too. Uh, I fell in love with watching basketball a lot more, watching Golden State too, and I, it really just shows how not only dominant, uh, no, not only how good of a coach Steve Kerr really is, because they were still contending when everybody said the whole dynasty was over. They were still contenders for a championship when they said the whole dynasty is over. So... It just shows how crazy good he is. But one player that I want to shout out that nobody, like, I shouldn't say nobody, but he's always been in that lineup as the one that, like, everybody says he's either overrated or doesn't do as much because he doesn't get the points. But Draymond Green has shown that he's still got everything in him to be great in this league. And his defense on Jokic right now is unheard of. He like when he's the closest defender to him, Jokic is only shooting like twenty five percent, twenty six percent, and that is still wild to me, because uh, because of how dominant Jokic just throws it up at the like within ten feet of the rim and it goes in. So, yeah, I'm very impressed with how Draymond's been playing overall. And of course, we don't have to say anything about the playmaking. He's one of the best. Uh, playmaking power forwards of all time, honestly. And uh, I know some numbers don't show it, but tape says everything right there. But his ability to run the offense is so crazy. That's why I was scared when they were thinking about uh, when there were reports that they might go after Ben Simmons. Because I want to see... Steve Curry already had the greatest shooter of all time, but he developed him as well into that shooter. Like, he was still out one of the best shooters in the game, but Kerr really uplifted him. And that showed with all their players, especially Jordan Poole, because we know how, like, up and down he was at Michigan. And that's why it was crazy to see them draft him, because we were all like, that's going to be interesting, because, like, his play style is not like a Clay Thompson type, because Poole can do everything with the ball handle. And Clay dropped 60 with dribbling the ball, like, five times. So... Like, that was going to be interesting to see. But he really developed him into this player. And there were people talking about uh, the Pistons drafted him over Sekou at uh, 15. And I'm like, Poole would not be a player in this league. 
after three years with them if he if we drafted him anywhere else. But they really developed him and had made him have the confidence. And him his mentorship from Draymond and Steph, it, like it, it just can't get any better for anybody. So I think he's one hell of a coach. And I think it will be better if they do trade for something when it comes to trading James Wiseman. Because I think with this, not only has he been hurt the whole time, but he still has a lot of coaching to do since he hasn't been on the court a lot with them. So I think it would be better to, like, if they don't win the championship, go trade him and get something, cause especially while his value is still sky high. So I think they definitely should do something with that this offseason. But I think they, they are going to the Western Conference Finals uh, with you saying that, like, that that's your – you said they're winning it? That's or, my champion. That's your champion? Yeah. yeah. And I don't – the way they've been playing, the way I've been watching – not definitely not crazy to say, especially if Jordan Poole's going to be going off like this, because you can barely stop him, and then you have the greatest shooter in the world. Draymond's been playing good on offense too, uh, when it comes scoring wise. He's been, he's been taking threes when he needs to, and he he be cashing it too. And I know they're going back to uh, Denver now, but I think it's just going to motivate them to just shut them up. So yeah, I got Warriors in four. I mean, Jokic is still going doing his thing, though. He's still yeah, dropping 25, he, he 26 was. points still a game. But as a team, you just, you just can't stop that Warriors team. You might you, you could contain Jokic to a certain extent, but the, the rest of the team, he's going to need a lot more help. So even if injuries are the thing, it's like injuries happen. So I'm like, don't don't be afraid to say that uh, it's because of injuries. It's like injuries happen. What, you can't do anything about it, just face that reality. That they're hurt. So, it's not surprising that they they might get swept on this. And I don't blame them for getting swept. The way Golden State's playing, so. Yeah. Okay, one last thing about Jordan Poole, man. I'm I'm so glad that uh, that he, like, flourished in the NBA. And I, I'm glad that it's on a team like the Warriors because the game is so wide open for him to be that confident scorer that we knew he could be. Like, that's something I'm glad that broke out, especially, you know, from Michigan, man. Love seeing, you know, those guys do great in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. And they they don't get drafted high yeah. from Michigan. Yeah. People do not get drafted high, but they always succeed when they're with that coach. So, because Spolster did that with Duncan Robinson. We were just talking about that. And not uh, Jordan Poole, MIP finalist snub. Even though I don't don't think he probably would have won, but he was for sure he for sure should have been a, a finalist. So, is uh, definitely going to be uh, like interesting to see the rest of the playoffs, but it's not shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to the next one. Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just uh, be quick, but uh, no, no, yeah. I don't know. I'm about to say, say, say what you got. Bro. I yeah, see that bro. I'm happy he he brought up a point that I was gonna bring up. Like they said, the dynasty was over, and I agree with Draymond. Like once you have all those three on the same court again, they the dynasty's never over. Those three are just made, were just made in like a lab, a defensive playmaking. 
two of the best catching shooters of all time. And it's just child's play that now you got a dude ascending of his own and Jordan Poole, who's becoming a star of his own. Like, I definitely think he deserved to be MIP finalist, but all the three were first time all stars, so I couldn't. Turn the again. So I really couldn't. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got another on Valley Sports? Okay, wait, I'm gonna turn it. I'm gonna turn it on. I'm sorry, but Cabrera's up next at bat and he got two hits, so he's at 2,999 and he's up next to bat. So, and I, I've been, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had to turn it on. All right. So, uh, I just really gonna say words before. But Jokic is getting fouled. They are, they are being. <laughs> oh, terrible. yeah. They're being terrible with the cost. He is getting hacked like a mud. But, <coughs> excuse me, but if he gets calls, then it could be Warriors and five. If he gets the calls. But if he doesn't, <laughs> yeah. Sweet kitty mommy. Yeah, the idea. Attack the last series. Probably, I was hoping this would be the last one we talk about. The young. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, we watched Danny Green. We never see Danny Green yet like this, but. Uh, <laughs> we was, uh, it's the Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota talking about they won in Memphis after getting that play in because they're young and they think they're beatable and whooped them game one, started greedy on their court like they know they, like I knew they were going to. Once they won, I already knew they were going to do it. Memphis responded, showing why they're the second team in uh, <coughs> not just the West, but the league. Um, came back, just been Memphis, not trying to be like, yeah, we're two seats so we can chill. No, they just came out and played basketball, which was amazing to see. And it's going to be a long series. I had Memphis in seven. I believe Minnesota does match up with them well. And, like, that's why I think they can get three games out of the series. But I look at Memphis as a whole, their depth, their energy, the way their camaraderie is very untouched, as we know how they always be buddied up after the post game, taking pictures and all. That just shows, like, the camaraderie in the team that Memphis is. And I definitely say them in seven just because if they can just play like how they played, Yet yesterday, which is just them being themselves and not just acting like, yeah, we're number two C, so we can just do what we want. They definitely can win this series and move on. I definitely think they will, too. They got Memphis in seven. And I, I'm saying seven because I want a long series. This is a very good series between young young potential stars. Not young potential stars, young stars. Yeah. Yeah. Man, before the... The playoffs started, I had Memphis in six, man, and I'm going to stick to that because I believe that, you know, Minnesota is a team that can sneak another one out. You know, either, they, you know, that's probably back at their home or, you know, if they win one, well, if they, you know, well, yeah, you know, probably back at their home because they got three and four there. But, yeah, man, like Memphis is one of those teams that I'm, like, I really love to watch this year. And Job ja Morant. Has been has turned into one of my favorite players in this league, man. Like the, it's you know people always compare it to like that D Rose twenty eleven year, bro. But 
Honestly, I had way more fun watch watching this job. Only because Derrick Rose was in the East and uh, with the Pistons and all that, the Heat and everything. But I like watching Ja. So I I like watching Ja's game, especially with the team that's constructed around him. Of how you know that chemistry is built, you can already tell. Like hey, all those guys, they feel, I feel like that team is like a team that will hang out like outside of basketball. Like that have that type of chemistry on the court and you know. Feel like that would be something that could take them, not not super long, like not in the West Conference Finals or nothing, but at least the second round. I feel like getting to the second round is like accomplishment for this team. It's something to build off of, especially with them being so young. But as far as the series goes, yeah, say Memphis in six. All right, so I got uh, Memphis in six as well, um, even though I. I was hoping that Minnesota could do something a little bit more, but I am I just love watching this Memphis team as well. Uh the chemistry is there with everyone. You could tell like when uh I think it was Desmond Bain went off and I, uh, during the post game the whole team came and did that. Like the fact that everybody's so young and they're succeeding this much makes them all so much more dangerous for the future. And I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it. And the fact that they're the second seed when they're one of the youngest teams in the league, it's like they're going. They're definitely going to be um, uh, a threat to this. And Minnesota's team is not bad at all. I, I like how, uh, how uh, Anthony Edwards' approach has been. How like, he, he's like, taking advantage of the spotlight, but he's not ch- like doing anything crazy to the point where it's like, hey, you know, calm down. I know it's the playoffs, but you know, do what you kept doing. It's like he's taking the right approach to this. Like he knows that, uh, like he's got to play like he's the best player on the court. And he, even though like it's not really cl- uh, clear as to who's taking like the full control of it, Cat or Anthony, but. Uh, they're both playing like they really need to, so I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the rest of this, but uh, and I think uh, the fact that the Timberwolves are going to be home, they're going to take a game. Yeah, and I, it's, a, it's a really good thing that they took uh, game one. <laughs> it is it, that's the most important thing. They would probably be saying it's going to be a sweep if they didn't take game one, even if Ja was her. Uh, uh, what's it called? Did he miss time during during game one? No, nah, he, he just or he played he played the whole thing. He, okay. he he had thirty in the first. Then he had like thirty in the like first three quarters, and then fourth quarter he's gonna score two points. Okay, yeah, because I saw everybody was uh, like bashing him. Yeah, full court, and I'm like, okay, even if it's that, you ain't got. Yeah, he only had like. Yeah, he still did his thing. Like, uh, it was bad. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, yeah, it was one bad quarter. It was an important quarter since it's the playoffs, but. I like you ain't gotta slander him because you're gonna you're gonna be acting like nothing, that didn't happen after next game, and I know he posted that Jordan stuff, so everybody, everybody thought he was either gonna uh, drop fifteen and then you know lose or drop fifty and just you know do his thing, but it's definitely gonna be uh, probably the most exciting series out of all this, uh, I'd say, just because. The Timberwolves are are a lower seed, but they're still like filled with talent. Uh, especially if like they have a good day, they they can put up a lot of points. So, uh, 
With that being said, yeah, I got Memphis at six. Yeah. All right, we uh, we love to hear the takes. <laughs> All right, so now we'll do a similar thing we did in East, and I'm gonna ask you since you say the Warriors are the ones bringing home Steph, Clay, and Draymond get their fourth together. Yeah. How do they match up then? With how you see them matching up with the Memphis and Phoenix? What? Because those, those two teams are probably going to be the ones that contend mm-hmm. out of the West besides them. So, what do you say they do against Phoenix? What do they do against Memphis that makes them get to the finals again? For me, I feel like it's just like they brand of basketball is more dangerous than it's been in a long time. Like, you know, obviously what they had KD, that was just like, out of this world type of good, like you couldn't stop that. But Jordan Poole, the way he's emerging, that's why I feel like his like you know coming out party is is going to be like this is what he is in the NBA, and I feel like it's going to show throughout the playoffs. Like I feel like Jordan Poole is going to be that that added you know twenty points per game score like for a consistent long time. And I love like you just just can't. You just you just have to hope they miss shots. The way that offense moves and it looks so like so much continuity continuity and like how seamlessly the offense runs, bro. Like it's it's a beauty to watch, man. And they defense is something that I real life think that is really slept on throughout like this whole time of you know them you know uh, getting back healthy and everything like that. Now that you see them at full strength, their defense is really stepped on. But like as far as like them going against Memphis, I think that's they might Memphis might get ran out the gym. Not too bad, but to like it's gonna be like Golden State and a six, I believe, because Jaws gonna take a lot of, you know, take. He's gonna be somebody that's gonna you know still have those good games against the Warriors, especially when he didn't play in. And then Phoenix, I feel like that's gonna be another competitive series for them. But yeah, like, I feel like this offense is gonna prevail all the way to the championship and get that ring. Steph gonna have four of them, man. Steph playing Jerry, man. Maybe he gets that Founds MVP. He bro, missed from bro. His <laughs> and then, bro, I'm, I'm a, it's, if they get to the finals, I'm gonna say who my Founds MVP was that I was thinking. Well, no, I'm gonna say it right now, actually. You know what? My finals MVP that I was predicted in that series was going to be Steph. Mm-hmm. He's finally going to get it. Steph Curry. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's in due time, bro. It's crazy. Eagle Dollars coming off that, yeah. that series <laughs> just to get that. Okay? I swear, I mean, if he loses another finals MVP, bro, I'm if they not. win this year, I, that they going to rub that in his face this so man. bad. You know there were thoughts that uh, I because, because like that. before um, – uh, the the Cleveland series in 2016, there were thoughts that Draymond might win if they won that yeah, game. Yeah, bro, that's what, so that's what I thought Draymond was going to win that Finals MVP because it was uh, I think it was like in some interview he did. He was like uh, he was like uh, if we win that game, I was gonna win Finals MVP or some shit like that. <laughs> I forgot probably who, who uh podcast he was on or something. Yeah. Um, and the only reason he wouldn't have won is probably because he didn't play Game Six. Yeah. So. I want to uh, say before the next person goes, like, 
That's crazy because Jordan Poole got a lot to talk about, but am I missing something? Was there a third all-star? Bro. That's that's just not doing a noise as an all-star should. Man. And, bro, Andrew Wiggins fell off so hard, yeah. bro. From that all-star thing to now, like how... All-star starter. All-star starter. And this man has shot like under 40% from the free throw line. <laughs> Like, that's how bad he's been since that, which is ridiculous, bro. Like, I didn't I didn't expect him to fall that hard, but even with, bro, even, like, guys like Clay Thompson is, like, he's he's getting, he's not, I feel like he's not even 100% back to what he was doing, like, before he got hurt as far as, like, him being the, like, most unstoppable shooter of, like, him and Steph together is, like, ridiculous, man. He's got to hope they miss. He's got to hope they miss. All right. Want to go next? Now, last year. Oh, okay. Who's your Western Conference? If you had to choose one team to come out the Western Conference, who would that team be? When healthy, I'm still say I'm still gonna say Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, depend depending on how it flows, because the way Golden State's playing, if they play Phoenix, they could win. Especially uh, with all the hype they got, like the energy that uh, Golden State has brought, but Phoenix as a whole is is going to be interesting how how much of an impact Draymond's defense on Aiton would be, um, especially with the fact that you know they they always do have to worry about. Um, the shoot, the shooting and stuff like that. But on the interior, there's gonna be a lot of things like you gotta worry about Chris Paul's mid range. You gotta worry about uh, Devin Booker's deep two or three, and you know his ball handling. There's there's definitely a lot of things that can happen. But I want to see how Michael Bridges uh, would play that series. But I think Phoenix definitely has a, a strong chance to still. I know they lost a lot of momentum because of all this, but I think they have a. a I think Phoenix has a strong chance to come and and make the playoffs again, but last year lots of their uh, I've been seeing lately like people have been downplaying the uh, Suns like playoff run last year because of injuries and stuff, and I've been seeing that a lot lately. But I still think they're they've shown that they were still one of the best since they've uh, uh, won. What's it called? Like since since they won sixty four games, and they were they had the number one seed won by eight eight games, which is kind of crazy to say, especially with the fact that uh, the fourth place team in the East was only two games back from number one. But the way uh, Phoenix has played, if they stay healthy and get everybody back by the time so that New Orleans doesn't upset them, uh, I think the Suns can still make it. But I would not be surprised if Golden State made it at all. If healthy. <laughs> yeah. Because when they come back and they stay. Because when um when Book was healthy, they what got sixty four wins and like the end of the, I don't remember the exact streak, but at the end of the season went on this crazy winning streak mm-hmm. to get the franchise record. And in game one, New Orleans made it close, but when they were turned on Phoenix turned on, they looked so unstoppable. Like I've never seen like 
a more determined shooting guard since Kobe in the aspect of look. Like, he's really determined to get back. So is Chris Paul. And it's like the pick and roll is like the pick of death when you go when you guard Chris Paul in the pick and roll. And it's just amazing. <coughs> Excuse me. It's really just amazing to like see. Like I if if I had to give a threat to Phoenix, I would say Golden State. Um, just cause I would take them over Memphis. Golden State more experienced and more uh chemistry wise. Have a better chemistry than uh Memphis, but I would have to choose Phoenix if healthy just cause I just like Phoenix's team more, more depth wise and more uh, coaching wise. Like they have when they have the better, like I say, the better player coach on the court when it comes to Chris Paul on the court. Like Draymond even said, Chris Paul is one of those guys that he uh, could say he might not have the best like IQ on the floor, which is something. Which is something not likely when it's said by Draymond Green. So, um, I definitely think Golden State would, would take it if Phoenix is not healthy. But if all players are there for Phoenix, I'm, I'm taking the Suns. Alright, so that's it for our uh, playoff talk right now. And uh, next episode, we are going to be talking about the NFL draft. We are From this recording, we are a week away. From this draft, uh, well, I should say eight days. It is four twenty right now. So, yes. um, <laughs> but hey, we're gonna be uh, discussing like our final thoughts on the draft. I'm probably gonna be dropping a mock draft just for this and analyzing, just because you know, like that'd I said, be actually, that'd be actually cool. If y'all want to do a mock draft, we should do we should do that like alternate picks. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can talk about who we pick at that position. Yeah, spot. we can do that. Yeah, we, yeah, you know, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. All right, so we gonna we gonna see if uh, we can get Duan in there on two, on the two. So that that'd cool. be cool. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. But hey, thank you all for watching. Hey, stay stay tuned for more episodes because they're gonna be coming in hot soon. So we will see you all later. Peace, peace.